726 News Radio 1120 KPNW. As you uh, might have experienced when you've uh, checked out the show before, we kind of crossed the gambit. And with the, I would say we're pretty much in the, the height of uh, hay fever season with the, uh, the grass seed. Uh, my brothers and sisters out there that are constantly streaming, sneezing, just uh, feeling miserable, there might be an answer. We've got uh, Aaron Ward from Anjuna Medicine here in Eugene, and uh, she is, what, what is your official title? When you look at your business card, what do people see? A licensed acupuncturist. Okay. So before we talk about you know hay fever and other things that it helps, let's talk about itself. What What is acupuncture? What's going on here? Yeah, sure. Uh, so thank you again, guys, for having me. I think it's a wonderful opportunity sure. to be able to share this on the show. Acupuncture is a complete comprehensive medicine. So in theory, we can actually treat pretty much anything. But because we're combined with Western medicine here in this country, we're lucky enough to have access uh, to hospitals and to uh, cutting-edge medicine. What acupuncture tends to be used for are all of those over-the-counter kind of problems. So allergies, of course, being a really big one. And pretty much anything that if you walked into the pharmacy at Walgreens that you would see. So this can be digestive problems. This can be trouble sleeping, any kind of pain. Pain management is one, one of the things that we're known for the most. Uh, for ladies, uh, any kind of GYN problems. None of these problems are life-threatening. You know, headaches is another big one. But they're all things that take away from the quality of life. And these are things that Western medicine will usually just give you a pill. And sometimes it works great. And when it doesn't, acupuncture can be a wonderful solution. So I think we all know that the needle is being inserted into the body. From, mm-hmm. from that point, I think we kind of, there's confusion as to what exactly is going on here. Yeah, of course, of course. So the honest answer to the, you know, we're all renowned question of how does acupuncture work is frankly still an unsolved mystery. So nobody really knows. Uh, however, here's what we do know. So there's a study of acupuncture. It's called medical acupuncture. And basically what they do is they test the body both before and after an acupuncture treatment, and they test to see what's changing, you know, what is actually happening in the body. So here's what we know. We know that it's going to decrease inflammation. We know it's going to release endorphins in the body, which are the natural painkillers in the body. It's one of the reasons it's so effective to fight pain. We know it's going to regulate your circulatory system. So this is what can make it good for uh, injuries. Again, it's going to bring blood flow and kind of flush out areas that are not really getting proper circulation. Uh, It's also going to uh, regulate a lot of your internal hormones. It's what makes it so effective for uh, any kind of GYN um, uh, gynecological problems for ladies. It's also going to regulate mood. This is one of the reasons that it's so effective for anxiety and depression. We know that it regulates a lot of those chemicals that some of us might have heard of, things like serotonin and dopamine. Uh, that are going to make you happy, that are going to regulate things like appetite, diet. Um, And in doing so, that's how it treats such a broad array of problems. Like for allergies, it's going to be very antihistamine. Um, For headaches, it's going to do the same thing. It's going to release those endorphins, and it's going to help reduce that pain. And also regulate stress. (laughs) That's another big one. Regulates your cortisol levels, your adrenaline. Uh, which is going to really bring you back down to center whenever you're feeling really stressed. 
probably a case by case situation, but how many visits with the act, how many rounds are we talking before things really, you start to see results? I, so you're absolutely right. That definitely depends. I, uh, but I would say on average, somewhere between four to six treatments, uh, is usually what we recommend before you reassess. Um, you can definitely see results in as little as one treatment. So it depends on what you're coming in for and how long you've had it. So, of course, the longer you've had something, the longer it's going to take to treat. Do you have to keep going after that? So, again, it depends on what you're coming in for. But, uh, for example, if you're coming in for an old injury, let's say an old football injury, you know, you might have uh, just... You looked at us and you saw filing tune athletes, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so... Um, if you have like an older injury, distance that, runner here. That's right. <laughs> then you can treat it for a certain period of time, and then it should be uh, should basically be gone at that point. So if it's just locked up, and you know your um, your body just needs to be basically readjusted back into alignment, but you're not constantly re-injuring that area, then a certain course of treatments, you know, four treatments, maybe ten if you've had it for twenty years. Um, then you should be better by then. However, on the flip side, for instance, if you have carpal tunnel and you're continuing to work at an office job or if you do carpentry, mechanics, something like that, that is very intensive on your wrist, every time I'm treating you, you're basically re-injuring it when you go back to work and when you go back to doing whatever that activity was that flared it up in the first place. So in that case, you might need ongoing treatments and ongoing maintenance because you're constantly recreating the problem. So you want to incorporate the way that you can mitigate that problem is you want to incorporate other things like stretching, like self-care, things that you do to help, again, you know, take away as you re-injure it, you're kind of bringing it back so you're constantly keeping it stable in a good place. How long do the needles need to stay in? Uh, So it depends on which style of acupuncture you're doing, but I would Mm -hmm. say overall, on average, it's about 20 minutes. Okay, there are different styles of acupuncture. Is there like free form and, you know, (laughs) English? Yeah, English style. That's right. So so there are probably, I would say, hundreds of different styles. Um, Acupuncture, if you look at the history of it, was um, very uh, family lineage. Um, so every family in China would have their own style. And uh, to give you just a brief synopsis, uh, when Chairman Mao took over, when communism took over in China in the 1950s, they tried to standardize it. So they, Chairman Mao wanted to modernize China, so he wanted to standardize uh, China. Chinese medicine. And so he took the what he thought and, and what a group of, you know, the more senior medical people in China thought were the most pertinent parts of each of the family lineages, and they combined it into something called traditional Chinese medicine, TCM for short, which is actually what we still practice today. That's what you learn in school. That's what that's the style that you need to pass your boards. But do all of those other family lineages still exist? The answer is yes. Uh, so if you're talking about TCM, the needles stay in for 20 minutes. And what, what happens if they stay in longer? 
do you go into like a coma? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. So you can absolutely, you, of course, you can absolutely keep them in longer. Um, sometimes you might do that for pain management, especially, mm-hmm. um, because basically what you want to do is just stimulate that area of the body a little bit longer, um, particularly for more severe, I, guess, I don't know if that's the best word, but for more chronic. Um, chronic condition, something where the person's just really uncomfortable, you might leave them in a little longer. For somebody who's just really run down, you know, if they're coming in for a cold, that's another thing that we can treat. Um, because it's going to boost your immune system, it's another big uh, function of acupuncture. It's going to help with uh, your immunity and your ability to fight various forms of infection. If you're feeling really run down, you're not going to leave the needles in too long because it's going to drain the person. So it's just going to make them feel more tired. Uh, so you want to just leave them in maybe 10, 15 minutes. Same thing for kids. If you're treating pediatrics, um, I myself, the youngest I've treated is 18 months. Wow. So you can treat uh, children, respond really fast to acupuncture. It's one of the... One of the lesser-known things that acupuncture can do is treat children, and it's a wonderful thing because kids have, get sick all the time. They have vets that do uh, that on animals as well, Exactly, dogs and cats. Yes. Talk about the – because you were talking about this off the air, the size of the needles. Oh, yeah. So acupuncture needles, for all the listeners out there, they don't hurt. <laughs> acupuncture needles are very, very small. You can fit 40, and that's four zero acupuncture needles into one hypodermic needle. And a hypodermic needle is what you use to draw blood or give an in- injection. Uh, they are literally hair thin. It's 0.2 millimeters, uh, generally for all those math majors out there. Uh, but it's it's roughly the thickness of a human hair. It, and they're made out of stainless steel. They're one-time-use disposable needles. They're very, very safe. Um, so, yeah, no no issues on that side. I know in this country it's uh, difficult. We have a lot of apprehension towards needles from a young age. Well, m- mention the fact that it, they really don't hurt. No, they really don't hurt. <laughs> well done. <laughs> She had. She's just reiterating. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about what when it comes to hay fever, how successful uh, is acupuncture? Very successful. Um, so I would say 95% success rate. Uh, if you, again, for all the listeners out there, if you guys are on Zyrtec and Claritin and nasal sprays and eye drops and you're still suffering and inhalers, I have clients like this, and it really does wonderful things. I June, of course, tis the season. It's probably the worst month for a lot of people who suffer from allergies. What I always recommend is you want to, ideally, you want to start treating, if you know you get really bad allergies, you want to start coming in a couple months beforehand um, because you want to kind of give your body a little preemptive strike. Uh, before the season is in full bloom. But we can definitely help you right now. I mean, even if you didn't know about acupuncture and you're just really going through a rough time and you want to do something now, you absolutely can. And then what I do is I encourage my clients to just come less often. And by less often, it's usually once a month. Uh, just for kind of maintenance to keep their body in that good state. And then you're pretty much good the rest of the year, depending on how severe you get outside of the main allergy season, you know, if you get indoor allergies too. Um, does insurance typically cover? Yeah, yeah, actually, it's one of the 
one of the wonderful things about the state of Oregon. So uh, Oregon is very acupuncture-friendly in terms of insurance. Uh, our clinic especially, it's one of the things we aspire towards. Uh, it's one of the reasons we've been so successful is we're in network with virtually every insurance company in the state of Oregon. So I can tell you Pacific Source, Providence, Regents Blue Cross Blue Shield, Moda, United Healthcare, Aetna, Cigna, uh, they all they all cover acupuncture depending on the plan. Uh, so you, you can get depending uh, on the plan. Depending on the plan. Yeah, that means ours won't, right? Yeah, we're out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that means ours won't. <laughs> but uh, but there is a lot of coverage here, um, and really good coverage too. So you'll get you know a number of treatments or a fairly large benefit that should last you throughout the year. And then once you, even once you exhaust that, we we can help you manage that. It's one of the things that we try to do at our clinic, especially, is to give you both a medical treatment plan and say, hey, it's going to take five treatments to really make a dent in whatever you're coming in for. But if your insurance only covers, you know, let's say, 10 throughout the year, we're going to help you budget out the rest of those treatments just in case something else comes up. So you've got the medical plan, and then you've got the financial plan. Talk about the effectiveness of acupuncture versus acupressure. Uh, They're both effective. Um, Acupuncture is going to last a little longer. Um, That's more my opinion. That's what I've experienced. Because you're getting stuck. Well, That's why. (laughs) Because it's going deeper. Yeah. It's just going to be... you know, and it's going to be doing it for longer. Generally speaking, it is difficult to hold 10 points throughout the body for 20 minutes. <laughs> so with acupuncture, you can access more areas of the body for a longer period of time. Whereas acupressure, you're usually just going to be doing one or two points on the body. It's more like a quick fix when you don't have needles. But you can definitely do it in a treatment for people who are just really needle adverse. Can you do one? I mean, if, if I've got, you know, two or three maladies that I'm trying to fix, can you do two or three? I mean, how many can you you, you tend to? Yeah, uh, great question. Great, great question. Um, so the answer is uh, yes, you can do all of them. Uh, one of the wonderful You haven't seen things, my list yet. <laughs> well, trust me, everybody's got a list. Um, but one of the wonderful things about uh, acupuncture is you guys have probably heard of the term holistic, right? Yeah. Well, what that means is that you're treating the whole body. So in from our perspective as a practitioner, I'm not actually treating your allergies. We don't treat the disease, so to speak. What we're treating is your, your organ systems and, um, and your, basically your body. So, for instance, I'll give you a great personal example that I have. When I was in my early to mid-20s, um, I got uh, chronic bronchitis. I don't know how I got it. I want to say it was stress-related back then. Um, and I couldn't get rid of it. I went to my doctor. I was coughing like crazy. And I, I look like a 70-year-old lady. You know, he would give me a round of antibiotics. I had a wonderful MD. I still have the same MD back in New York. And I... Uh, and he did this three times over. You know, he'd give me a course of antibiotics. It would go away for maybe two weeks, and it would come back. Six months, this went on, three different courses of antibiotics. And, you know, I finally, one of my friends told me, they're like, Aaron, they're like, aren't you interested in acupuncture? You know, shouldn't you go see an acupuncturist for this? They can treat it. And here's what happened. I went, and granted, I got a lot of treatments. 
I was being treated for stress. I was definitely being treated for the bronchitis. They also knew I had seasonal allergies. I had some digestive symptoms back then. A lot of stress-related problems that a lot of us get, right? And even though I was going in for chronic bronchitis, that was my main complaint. I said, hey, this is what I'd really like you to treat. They got rid of my seasonal allergies. That was actually how I got rid of them. It was a quote-unquote side effect to the acupuncture. They weren't actually treating that for me. But in the process of treating my lungs and treating the rest of my body, um, more than one thing resolved. Actually, all of it resolved, which was wonderful. And you were talking about on Friday, you were talking about some other things that that I think people might be surprised that acupuncture could help out with. Yeah, absolutely. So one of my specialties actually is mental health. So this is an area of acupuncture that is definitely lesser known. And what falls into this? So these are things like anxiety and depression, things like um, uh, even more complicated, sort of difficult to classify things like low self-esteem, any kind of low motivation, trouble asserting yourself, uh, even anger issues, um, people who tend to be really quick, I. So you can make me more assertive? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Can you make him less angry? (laughs) Yes. Uh, So one of the great things about acupuncture is, like I had kind of touched upon before, is that it's going to regulate your mood. And a lot of what it does is it also helps to change your perception. So we even treat things that are more serious, like post-traumatic stress disorder. I actually used to work with a lot of veterans when I was uh, working down in San Diego, California, and um, or sexual assault. That's another big one, domestic violence. Um, and what it does is it doesn't change what happened, but it kind of reworks your mind to change your perception and how you react to what happened. And in that, it can provide just a world of difference and all kinds of relief. And this, this is actually what I enjoy treating the most. Um, right. Aaron, very interesting. I think uh, a, a wealth of knowledge here. For people that uh, maybe aren't familiar with the practice, give the, uh, the website. Yeah, it's um, anjunamedicine.com. So that's A-N-J-U-N-A medicine.com. Got all kinds of uh, information on there, uh, little videos and things for you guys to check out. I definitely, you know, come come visit us. I love the medicine that we practice. Um, you know, our clinic again. Our specialties are on the mental health side and also uh, sports medicine and chronic pain management. Um, so basically, both sides of pain. You know, both the physical side as well as the mental emotional side. So we really try to give people that you know whole entire body kind of relief. Um, But we can definitely treat a number of other things as well. Uh, So if you've got a laundry list and you've got a lot of other things uh, like allergies, like trouble sleeping and headaches and all these other chronic problems, we can definitely work on that as well. Very good. Hey, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Aaron Ward with uh, Anjuna on 1120 KPNW.